Welcome back. This is Speakeasy Security, the podcast from cybersecurity leader ESET. I'm your host, Ransom Burkett. And I'm Tony Anscombe. And we have officially arrived at my favorite time of year, Tony, the holidays. It's incredible to think how fast this year seemed to have flown by. And then, bam, all of a sudden, we are here. Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and all the December holidays are literally just around the corner. But to put things into perspective, this is the 47th week of the year. And with only a few weeks left until the holidays, things are really starting to heat up. I mean, with holiday season kicking off, especially this year with retailers holding cyber deals that began, get this, right after Halloween, this year's holiday shopping is set to be unlike anything we've ever experienced before. And with all the holiday activity around online shopping, cyber criminals are taking special note of this increased activity. And to discuss safe holiday shopping with me is my co-host, Tony. And Tony, we have to talk about this because I can't stop I, I can't look anywhere without seeing ads and whether they're flooding my inbox or they're, you know, on, on, uh, on display ads that I'm seeing when I'm watching YouTube, they're all over the place. So black Friday shopping promos, all these daily deals from a variety of vendors. I, I have to say that I can't be the only one that's seeing a barrage of ads and promos, you know, proliferating their screens. So are cyber criminals paying attention to this? And if so, what are some of the things that we should look for to validate or verify that an ad is, in fact, real and not a phishing attempt? So you say the holiday season is coming, Rance. And I thought your life was a permanent holiday. <laughs> I wish it were. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, you're right. My inbox is full of phishing ads and ads for legitimate ads, actually, from companies trying to get me to sign up for Black Friday, which seems to start sometime in October now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not too sure when actually we're going to call one whole year Black Friday. I'm sure it's coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, the problem is cyber criminals know that we're going to have heightened shopping and expectations around bargains, and they jump on that as a business opportunity to try and get us to click to go to fraudulent websites or to give over credentials to revalidate our accounts, mm. or they're going to try in other ways to, to dupe us in some way. So there's a pretty simple rule. Yeah, if it turns up in your inbox, don't click on it. If it doesn't look like it's from somebody legitimate, and, and when I say that, if you're getting suddenly emails from Target and you never subscribe to Target's email, then it's unlikely Target know what you're emailing. <laughs> you got that right. That's oh, yeah. likely to be a, a, a phishing email or a spammy email that you didn't ask for. So you can check the addressing. You can check the link. But to me, it's actually better just to go directly to the website, find the bargain that you saw in the email. If it's the same price, then you've landed in the right place. If it's not the same price, it was a phishing and scammy email. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. So that's very important, Tony. And I guess the big thing here is you're saying is validate the authenticity, the authenticity of the deal and also the authenticity of the actual sender. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. If, if a deal looks too good to be true, then it is. Yeah. 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 Nobody gives you something or gives something away on Black Friday. You know, we they may give you a discount, but they're not giving something away for unreal prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's definitely something to keep in mind of. So that's very helpful indeed, Tony. Now, whether we're shopping in our homes or whether we're shopping on our devices while we're out and about, 
I think you might have mentioned in the past that there should be some considerations for where we actually transact. Now, can you share more about that? Because I think there are some considerations you were meaning, you're mentioning, excuse me, around how important it is to consider your environment of where you're transacting. Absolutely. So, I mean, the environment, you know, we often talk about avoiding public Wi-Fi. And this is a perfect example of when we should be avoiding public Wi-Fi because we're about to transact. Mm -hmm. So we're about to put our credit card details in. We're about to purchase something. Now, of course, before we get to that spot, we should make sure that we're going to, go, going to a retailer that we want to go to, mm -hmm. i.e. stick with the big brands that we know and stick with retailers you know. Uh, if something appeared in the search results that's a bit obscure, it's probably obscure for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So stick with where you where you're going at. So you're gonna go and you're going to transact. Now, I think many of us are gonna be at home. If you're not at home and you you want to make that transaction, use your cell phone or use your laptop with a VPN, or if you're gonna use a laptop, part you know, partner it with your cell phone. So hotspot it to your cell phone and use the cellular network. Yeah. That way you avoid the public Wi-Fi altogether. And uh yeah, you're you're then connecting directly to your phone. You know it's your hotspot. You're not accidentally connecting to some cyber criminal's hotspot that's in the same place, or you're not passing anything across the internet that's not encrypted. So you're going to stay much, much safer if you do it that way. Other things is obviously you have anti-malware software installed and make sure it's up to date. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you have shopping extensions installed now some of these sites offer you oh if you load this shopping extension we'll compare prices for you etc just remember if you've got these things in your technology environment these things are tracking your web browsing yeah so they're yeah. making money in one of two ways they're either selling your web browsing history or they're affiliate sites so they're not actually showing you the best deals they're showing you the deals they make the most money from gotcha that makes sense okay Wow, that's really important to know. Um, and I'm sure many people weren't even aware of that. So let's continue this. What else should holiday shoppers do to stay safe? Well, also think about the data. So you've landed on that site. You know, it, you, you've chosen to go. Maybe you're, you're going to be buying something special for someone over the holiday period. And maybe it's that special pair of Jimmy Choo's. And you're only likely going to go and buy those Jimmy Choo's once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to have an account on the Jimmy Choo website. No. no, yeah. So you could check out as guest. Okay, okay. Yeah, and that way, after that transaction, they don't have your data sitting in their customer customer list. They get a data breach at some stage in the future. You just saved yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've avoided your data being part of any data breach. Yeah, yeah. That's a good so point. checking out a guest is actually a pretty good pretty good piece of advice to, to avoid your data being proliferated everywhere over the internet. But the problem is, of course, at the end of the transaction, it's really simple, isn't it? They all want you to sign up to their, their subscribe newsletter and they want you to create the account so they can communicate with you and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You know, but if you know this is a one-off purchase, you don't need that. You know, you, you bring up something important because I have to admit, like I actually check out as guest every time I shop, you know, whether it's a repeat um, 
business, if you will, just because of the advice that you've provided to me. And, and I know that it won't register me for the deals and the promos, but you know what? Safeguarding my personal information is the priority. And I hope that others would do so as well. I bet that's not true. I bet you don't check out as guest on Amazon. An Amazon, okay, the one place. Yes, <laughs> I do have an Amazon. You're absolutely right, but I haven't actually been shopping too much on Amazon lately. But, no, but you're my, absolutely right. My point is, is if if it's a one-off purchase, there's no reason to yeah. have an account. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's a good point. And others should also pay note, uh, keep note of that. Now, um, what do you recommend as far as payments? Right. I think now that we have identified whether you know, an ad is real or not. Um, we've secured our device, or at least we've checked the environment in which we are transacting from. We've checked out or we're considering checking out as a guest or anonymously. It's time to hit payment. What do we do? What, 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 what's your advice there? Well, so pay, payments and that, that whole um, transaction process. So if we just go back slightly, you know, if you did check it, if you did create an account, make sure it's got good, strong passwords, by the way. So obviously uh, that goes with kind of without saying, but being a cybersecurity person, we should just always point out good, strong passwords. But also, so when you get to the payment method, don't store your payment details. You often hear of data breaches that include name, address, and credit card number and CVC number and such like. Certainly. Uh, but if all somebody got was your email address and your physical address and they didn't get your payment details you're limiting what they can do to you and how they can defraud you of money yeah because yeah. of course they can't actually reuse your credit card data if they don't have it type the card in on each transaction don't store the payment method hmm. now when you get to what payment method to use because when you get to that transaction piece it's going to show you paypal and it's going to show you you know, Visa and debit cards, and it's going to, you know, that big long list of, of options you've got there. Firstly, don't use a debit card. Don't mm -hmm. ever use a debit card because that is linked to your bank account. Your bank account, if it has overdraft prote protection on it, is linked to your savings account. Yeah, and they can drain everything. Yeah. Right, so they can drain both accounts if, mm. they, if they choose to. Yeah, so actually never use your debit card. And also, if somebody dra drains your bank account, how are you going to pay next month's rent or mortgage? Yeah, you won't. Right. If, if it's on a credit card, so if you are using a card, if it's a credit card, you're still going to live. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you, you've protected your actual cash asset. Mm -hmm. um, but consider using the other payment methods. So Google Pay, Apple Pay, or PayPal. Okay, okay. The reason to use one of those third-party systems. So for example, or you're using Apple Pay to transact, it only sends a transaction ID. It doesn't actually send any of your personal data across the internet. So it's just a transaction ID that's then reconciled between the merchant and Apple. Mm, okay, okay. And thus, your data is still on your own personal device. So it's actually a much more secure way of doing things. That's important, Tony. I like that. Yeah, that's really important. Okay. Some other tips there as well. Uh, and I will say not all financial companies do this, but if you are using a card, yeah, make sure that you turn on card not uh, cardholder not present notifications. Okay. So if you've got a, a credit card, uh, a lot of credit card companies have an option in their account set up that you can turn and say, I want to be notified every time my card is used by text or by notification in the app 
that you have on your device. And it will pop a little box up and it will turn and say, Ransom just spent $30 filling his car up with gas. Okay. Yeah. Now, of course, if you're at the gas station, yeah, then that's a, you, do know, that's... you do know you've spent $30 and you, you kind of get back in the car and you feel the vibrate of the phone in the pocket and think, well, that's the notification telling me I just put used my card in, in the gas pump. Yeah. But if somebody else is at the gas station and, yeah, they've, used, and they've, they've used your card number, you're also getting that message when you're sitting drinking your Lagunitas down yeah, the, yeah. on your deck. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Knowing that actually somebody's using your card when actually you weren't using it and more to the point you weren't present. So therefore, you will pick up the fraud really quickly. You can then talk to the car provider and, and then switch off your card. Or in fact, most car companies even allow you to uh, temporarily freeze your card okay. in okay. their apps. Uh, now, I will say not all financial companies do this but I would find a credit card to use online that does allow you to do this. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're going to put your credit card data in, then make sure you're notified of where it's being used and who uh, and when it's being used so you can block it if needed. You're right. I think it's very important to just leverage all the features of a banking or, a, as you mentioned, a credit card so that you are notified because, as you mentioned, there's purchases that are flying around. There's individuals that... Um, let's call it, are ambitious to steal your data. And if you're not paying close attention to it, as you mentioned, they could siphon off all of your assets and, and cash without you noticing it until it's too late. Yes, of course, that's if you've got money in the bank. That's if you've got any money. <laughs> I mean, they'll try to siphon it. They'll, they'll try it anyways, right? But if you don't have anything, then they can't take it, right? Yes, uh, ab absolutely. And yeah, it's, the other thing is to check your statement the end of each month just just a quick visual check down the statement and it ne might not actually necessarily be uh fraud of somebody attacking you sometimes things do get posted to the wrong statements okay or, what do you mean give me give an example well sometimes a, a merchant might put things through if they've got lots of transactions going through on the wrong card details or so you might end up with paying two people's bills invoices instead of just your own so sometimes it's a really good valid check just to run your eye down the statement every month and make sure that it looks like those were the things that you spent money on yeah that's right keeping an eye on your on your finances it's it's hugely important and especially this time of year i think everyone's being um uh let's call it everyone's keeping an eye to the deals that are out there right and i think there's even more holiday shopping projected this fourth quarter in these next couple of weeks than ever before. So it's really important, as you mentioned, to keep an eye on your monthly statements. And we're coming up to the end of November here now. As we get to the end of that, though, Tony, I'm going to pause real quick and ask you, what are you sipping on this week? Um, I actually have a cup of PG Tips. PG Tibbs. I'm wow, drinking tea this afternoon, which is just tea. wrong on a speakeasy, isn't it? <laughs> that's good. Well, you can put something in that tea and give it a little spike. Um, but I applaud uh, you. In British, it would be milk. It would be milk. <laughs> okay. Well, I have yet to try that, but um, I'll take your word for it. I am uh, I'm sipping on a Lagunitas Little Something Hazy. It's another take on their Little Something Something that I love, and it's a fantastic fantastic beer still waiting to hear back from lagunitas i hope they are are listening so we can uh we can hopefully work on a collaboration somehow because i got a feeling there's some others out here who like uh who like a uh, cybersecurity advice and, and over a beer absolutely and i will join you in a beer once we uh, finish recording this week indeed indeed so as we get to the last topic i have to ask you i know everyone is 
out there shopping on their phone, maybe on a, on a laptop, or maybe it's on their tablet, or maybe their connected TV. What is your advice for folks that are shopping maybe on their independent devices or their shared devices for folks this holiday season? What's that one piece of advice you could, you can think of? Well, there's one piece of cybersecurity advice is if you're on that Android TV or on your on your laptop, make sure your cybersecurity software is up to date because that's the first piece of protection. But let me give you a strong tip. All right, please. Because I know your son will be wanting that PlayStation Five for sharing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, I, if you have a shared device in your lounge, and you're going to buy him that PlayStation Five, and you're looking for the best deal, then don't look on it on the shared device. Because <laughs> yeah. the next person that comes and picks up that shared device, guess what they're going to see? They're going to see all those adverts. Yeah. That yeah. Tra- those tracking cookies are going to pile on the adverts. He's going to pick it up, go and look for something completely innocent and go, hey, Dad, you know, how come on every page I look at it's showing PlayStation 5s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or he's just going to say nothing and sit there and go, I know what I'm getting for Christmas. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert, right? Spoiler alert. Wow. So so that's the biggest tip there is actually for for anybody buying a gift for somebody over the holiday period is do it on your own device and make sure you're not being tracked. That, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, no spoilers for the kids out there and the parents that are listening. I think that's probably one of the most important pieces of advice we've given today outside of the other tips that Tony shared. So with that, I can't think of much else other than I hope everyone that's listening is out there shopping safely. Uh, they're traveling safely if they are traveling. Um, and have a great and fantastic holiday season. We're going to be back in the coming week with some more Speakeasy Security. And Tony, with that, I think we're going to sign off. Yeah, and have a great Thanksgiving. Indeed, to you too, sir. Cheers. Cheers.